my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Today, we are going to talk about lessons learned from seven years of podcasting. So technically, our first podcast came out on July 16th of 2021. It was actually recorded in June or May of 2021. Sorry, not 2021, 2016, when I was coming back from an EDM concert in Vegas and I was staying at Neil's place. I remember, I don't know if you remember Neil, I came back at 6 a.m. And, and you're like, what are you doing? I, I gave you the keys to the place because I yep. was like, dude, I'm not going to stay up. And then you came in the really early mornings and I was like, oh, you yep. don't need keys. So I by the way, just to recap for everyone. So we started this podcast in Neil's place in Vegas, which he's, he's, he's now back in Vegas, or I guess he never really let fake left left Vegas. But key point is we started off using a Yeti microphone. It sounded like we're recording from a bathroom and people would complain about that. We are well over 2000 episodes now, and we wanted to share some key lessons because we're just a couple months away from actually reaching seven years of podcasting. And it's crazy because the way we started this podcast was from a miscommunication on, we were walking down, I think third street in LA, this is like the Beverly Hills, Hollywood area. I was talking about podcasting and Neil turned to me and said, let's do it. And that led to the birth of Marketing School, which almost was business school because Neil thought that was a good name, but I said Marketing School. So we worked on that one. Go ahead, Neil. Yeah. So the the big lesson, we've learned a lot of lessons and some simple ones are like, we wish we kept our feed as with all the episodes we had because you just get more listens instead of capping it to your latest hundred episodes. That was a silly one mistake that we made. But the biggest lesson that I learned from podcasting over seven years is 
we didn't do enough podcast trades and we didn't do them early enough. And we still don't do enough of them today. And if we did, we would get way more listens. I think we're getting close to 2 million listens a month now, right? It's something getting close to 1.7. And January is usually a good month for us. So it might be 2 million this month. Yeah. And how many podcast trades are we doing a month? Are we dry right now? We're dry right now. We're not doing any. So we did just some context on the podcast trades for everyone. We did a trade with Jordan Harbinger where we traded 500K impressions. He also traded 500. And then you can track that through a tool called Pod Sites. And so we actually want to do a lot more of those. So if you're getting even like two, 300,000 downloads a month, just reach out to hit me up because I respond to the DM. So yeah. Here's a problem. If we push harder on the podcast trades, even today, we would get to like three, four million listens really, really quickly and consistently. And we really need to do that. Don't we have someone who volunteered to help us with our marketing? We should have them focus on the podcast trades. I don't think there's any, if anyone's good at partnerships and you know a lot of podcasters, reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, I will respond or hit me up through email. But here's what we learned, right? The podcast trades help a lot. We should be doing a lot more of those, but also what we're going to be doing, if you're really good at managing short form video, we're kind of doing it on the marketing school YouTube channel right now, but we want a lot more given that we produce a new episode every single day. And now these episodes are are longer again. We want to go hard on short form because that's just going to expand our reach. Because I know when I think about the My First Million podcast, they're at 5 million views a month right now. On, and a lot of it's like the long form views on, on YouTube. So I want the short form to translate over into the longer form. And I want someone to just manage that whole thing. And then maybe we can work out a deal where it can be a very lucrative deal for you. So if you're really good at that and you have a proven track record, hit me up. But we know that stuff works and we can easily get to five, six, seven million a month. Yeah. So the podcast raises is a big lesson. Not limiting your feeds is another one. The other thing that we learn the hard way is sometimes our topics are too niche and the niche topics just don't get you enough listens. If we went a little bit more broad, it would have done way, way better. The other thing that we've learned, and we still choose not to have this as an interview podcast, but when you have other guests, it's much easier to get way more listens because you can have them promoted as well in exchange for being on your podcast. And a lot of the podcast people that we know, like what is the other one? The charm one? The art of charm? Is the art of charm? Like, no, they Jordan try to Harbinger. People, yeah. They try to get you to like promote the podcast if you get on the show, right? Some of them will try to do deals. I remember, was it you? Nathan you Latka? Me with them and they asked a long time ago and they wanted me to promote the podcast, right? It's a smart trade. It's just like, If you have people that you can get to interview on the podcast and you know they have a list or they have an audience, get them to promote it. It'll get you a lot more views. And we didn't, we chose not to do that because Eric and I just want it where we're giving the feedback and the advice. I know he already has an interview style podcast series, but if we decided to do that, we would have done quite a bit better. The other thing that we found is the podcast audience monetizes really well. Eric runs a marketing school or leveling up mastermind, as he calls it. And he keeps the money from that. And he gets quite a bit of applicants from the podcast and it generates good income for him. Although he doesn't really care for the income, but it generates good income. One other thing, speaking of the just the affinity, the people that listen to the podcast. So I just remember anybody that's become a client through this podcast, the sales cycle is extremely short and the lifetime value of the customer is a lot higher. And so I'll give you an example. I was at a conference a long time ago. And really from that conference, we we got two clients that had stayed with us for about four years each. That's a very long time for a client. And it was totally unprompted. I was just walking around and, you know, I've shared this story before, but he was just like, 
hey, podcast guy, like didn't even call me by my name, right? And then eventually it's like, oh, like Eric, right? Uh, led to a great conversation. I, I hooked them up with the team and then that led to a nice engagement. The other thing that's worth calling out to Neil's point on the advertiser piece is we haven't even scratched the surface on advertising for this one. And then now we're we're about to figure out a deal with, with Spotify, but that allows us to access all their, their Spotify podcast studios. So when I move back to LA, there's 18 of them and I plan to use those. And then in addition to that, they have like a, a self-serve ad platform that you can use, right? So people can actually buy ads on our, our podcast and we can actually select who we like and who we don't like. So that's going to help us drive more revenue to put more resources into this thing. Neil's mostly right that we don't do interviews on this podcast, but every now and then, if I find something that's really amazing and they have something really interesting to share, I'll actually like share over their podcast with that marketing tactics onto this one. But those are few and far between. And sometimes we'll share some of the speakers from the, the event that I do. The other thing that we've learned is that in the very beginning, I don't know if, Neil, take a guess here. When we started our very first podcast, the very first episode on where to learn marketing, guess how many minutes that episode was? 12 minutes. Okay, close. 11 minutes, right? So we were at 11 minutes. And then gradually what happened over the years, like Neil and I would record in person at like the network studios in LA, shout out to Mike over there, but we record there and then we'd still keep it around like, you know, five to 10 minutes or so. But then when we, when we moved away, pandemic happened and all that, like our episodes would actually go down to like sometimes two minutes or three minutes or so. And we started to get complaints from people. And finally, we've started to adjust it back into like longer form, five to 10 minutes or so. Yeah. And, you know, we can't batch 10 episodes in an hour anymore. That's okay. Like, for example, in this recording session, we've done one, two, three, four. We'll probably get in five, which means we've gotten in. I think we'll get six. Five. Six. No. Highlight. You see where my mark? Three. If we get all the highlighted ones. Yeah. If we get all the highlighted ones, yeah, we'll get to six. But realistically, we'll probably get to five this go around. Either way, the other thing that I would say, which was a big lesson is we didn't ask for ratings and reviews early enough. The more ratings and reviews you get, the higher up you're going to climb in the, let's call it the iTunes store or whatever, which ends up getting you a lot more downloads as well. And I think that was a mistake. And we also would promote our podcast episodes much more heavily at the beginning to our email list. And that caused way more views and more subscribers, but we stopped, you know, doing that as well. But yeah, if we started doing some of those things again, I think the podcast would grow much faster. But if I had to take the biggest lesson I learned from having a podcast, the biggest mistake that you should try to avoid is we don't do enough podcast trades. That's the easiest way to grow. I don't know why we don't do it. Eric and I need to figure out a way to focus on or have someone focus on it. Because if we did that, we'd probably get to 5 million listens a month really fast. I think we will. That's I actually tweeted earlier today on on part of our plan to get to the five million. This is exactly the, the the target's five million. We will do that. And by the way, like the offers out. If if any of you out there are good at partnerships, especially in the podcast world, we're interested in doing trades. I might just do it myself because you and I already have the relationships. So I'll, I might I might just set it up and have my team take care of it. But if you're good at it, reach out to us. The final things I'll share and we can move on is consistency. Like we haven't missed one episode. And bear in mind we do batch, but close to seven years we've never missed one. Doesn't matter if you know Neil has a baby, Neil gets married, or I get sick or whatever, or, or vice versa. Consistency is obviously a very big one. Most people actually give up before they even reach 10 episodes or even after the first episode. So you got, you got to stay consistent. One big mistake we made was we were publishing, automatically publishing a YouTube and the channel was just growing by itself. And the connection unhooked from the YouTube channel and we lost access to the YouTube channel. And after four years later, I finally got the YouTube channel back. So we're growing again. So please subscribe to us on Marketing School. I think we would have grown like up to a lot because there are a lot of podcast channels there that are just strictly focused on the podcast. And then the final thing I'll say is, 
I remember when we reached our first million downloads a month, we set up like an event, right? Events, a lot of work, but fostering a sense of community. I think we'll probably throw up like a free message board or whatever. People can just hang out there and like, we'll pop in like every now and then. But I think it's just like, if we're going to have so many listeners, like, I think it's a, it's a shame to not have a little community where they can hang out, especially if you can host it for like free. So that's it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think and we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.